Welcome to episode two of Wellness at Ledoux Horton Watkins High School, a course offered through the Leeds Academy. I am your teacher host, Kelly Cranick, and this week we are going to talk about that insidious, disruptive, frustrating, and pesky state of being that we call stressed. We all feel it, most of us don't like it, it typically isn't invited, and it just never really seems to go away. So, let's acknowledge it. In the words of Mrs. Bear, yes, life is stressful. So just a quick reminder, everybody. Remember, we are podcasting so you have a chance to rejuvenate a little. I want you to kind of find an activity or a space or a different physical position that offers a break or shift from what you have been doing. I especially want you to step away from the screens. So if that means downloading this so you can walk around while you listen, I want you to take a moment to do that right now. It's important to acknowledge that a little bit of effort can lead to some bigger benefits. So please take a minute or two to decide how you're going to listen to this podcast and then take the steps to make that happen. Pause and then proceed. See you in a bit. Now that you've decided how you're going to listen to this podcast, I have another ask before we continue. No matter where you are or what you are doing, I want you to take a deep breath. You know, the kind that makes a noise when you inhale and when you exhale. And I recommend breathing in through your nostrils and feeling your lungs fill up so your chest feels wider, your shoulders feel higher, and maybe you find yourself standing a little taller. Hold that breath for a few seconds and then let it out slowly, kind of like you're trying to close a door without making a sound. Except in this case, you should hear the air leaving your lungs. So again, take a nice, slow, deep breath. Now we're ready to listen. Stress and anxiety are feelings that we often place into the discomfort category. It keeps us up at night, causes us to doubt ourselves, drains us of energy, or even leads us to act in ways that we may regret later. Like those times when you yell at your little sister for just being there when she probably hasn't actually done anything wrong. It happens. Some of you may know Mrs. Bear. I would like you to listen to what she has to say as she describes kind of what I'm talking about right here. Just trying to be, do my best. I mean, I think I do that in everywhere in my life. Um, But I definitely recognize that stress and anxiety um, make that harder. Um, I'm less rational. I'm more emotional. I snap at my husband and my children. I have a shorter patience with them. I feel like I am constantly dropping a ball. I think I'm juggling too much. And that um, I'm not doing my job right, I'm not doing what I need for my students, I'm not doing what I need for my kids, I'm not doing what I need for myself health-wise, and it, it just feels like a lot. Just like what we heard right there, sometimes stress really can get the better of us. We're all just trying to do the best we can, though. And a funny thing about stress is that it's not always associated with something negative. In fact, 
feelings of stress and anxiety can be very motivating and sometimes fall into the realm of excitement. Like that feeling you have when you're sitting on the upward slope of a roller coaster or when you're getting ready to play an important soccer game or get the final announcement of some good news you've been waiting to hear. Either way, whether it's positive or negative, stress or anxiety, it's energy. It takes a lot of energy to be in that state. And we go into that state because we are usually feeling threatened by, well, something or a lot of somethings. When it comes to stress and anxiety, your body and mind are hard at work. They are actually trying to protect you from whatever it is you find to be so threatening in that moment. And it tends to get you to react in one of two ways, fight or flight. The energy in your body that is usually spent on other activities is concentrated to get you ready to survive. Your heart rate increases, your blood goes to your muscles, and your body needs more oxygen in case you need to throw a punch or sprint away. This is a pretty intense feeling when it's in full swing. It also isn't the best for the modern world when most of the time, stressful situations don't really warrant fighting or running away. That's why sometimes a really good outlet for stress is exercise. Through exercise, you kind of trick your body and mind into assuming that you've actually overcome that threat. You simulate fighting and fleeing through running up and down the field, hitting a ball, lifting a weight, or walking around the block. Our love-hate relationship with stress, though, can sometimes lead us to ignore it and hope that it'll just go away on its own. Usually, though, that can lead us to be in a constant state of stress, which can cause some issues over time. We become exhausted. We become more at risk of becoming sick and less likely to get a good night's sleep. It can be really rough to feel stressed all the time. So what can we do about it? Throughout this class, we will continue to talk about stress and its companion anxiety, because again, whether we like it or not, stress and anxiety are part of life. Everyone, and I mean everyone, has to deal with it. So we're going to invite more people to talk about their experiences with stress and anxiety. This week, I'm joined by two other teachers from the high school. I will let them introduce themselves. My name is Hannah Bear, and I teach engineering electives and sometimes math classes at Ladue High School. I am uh, Mr. Hill, and I'm a social studies teacher here at Ladue High School. Mrs. Bear and Mr. Hill will tell you a little bit about their experiences, and I'm going to jump in there too. But you'll notice that we all bring up some of the same points I was making to you earlier. Stress is an everyday thing. It doesn't always feel good, and there are ways to deal with it. Stress, anxiety, um, that's what you wanted to talk me to talk about. Um, I find that there are times in my life that stress and anxiety kind of get the best of me. I try to be reflective when that happens and recognize that time will pass and that life just is stressful um, 
times um, in your career, in, in your personal life. It, there's just, it seems like there's kind of always things. And so I try to remind myself often that to just take a breath. What does stress or anxiety feel like for me? Um, for me, it's, it's not being able to turn my brain off. Um, and I typically notice this, uh, when I'm, when I go to bed at night, I'll watch the news. Um, and as, you know, as tired as I might be, my brain doesn't stop. That's, that's kind of what it feels like. And it, you know, it interrupts your sleeping pattern and that's, that's no good. So I can relate to what Mrs. Bear and Mr. Hill both described, and I bet on some level you can too. Do you ever find yourself feeling just like, ugh, it's just one thing after another. When am I going to get a break? So I challenge you to take a second and think about some of the things that are causing you stress right now. Maybe even grab a pen or a pencil and write a quick list of some of the things that are on your mind. Or maybe you're just like me and Mr. Hill and Mrs. Bear shares the same dilemma later on. As soon as you go to bed at night, all the things that you have to do or are worried about enter your mind. Like pesky flies that you can't seem to swat. It's so annoying, but it's extremely common. So again, if you can take a moment to pause and mentally or physically make a list of as many causes of stress that you can think of in your life right now, please do so. Sometimes just identifying them can help you feel less threatened by them. I'll give you about 10 to 15 seconds here at least to think of a few of those stressors that have been on your mind. Mrs. Bear is going to share some of the stressors on her list. Take a listen. So, um, I guess personally right now, I've got a lot going on. I, I, and I, I've got a lot going on. <laughs> so, right now you are listening to me as I drive to my sister-in-law's, my, my husband's sister's house, because she's asked me to officiate a wedding. Never officiated a wedding before. I, um, don't feel super comfortable, but I also didn't feel like I could tell her no. Um, so here I am trying to put it together in the weddings this weekend. So that's some stress. In addition to, as you all know, in this room, I believe, <laughs> you're listening at least, it's that this is week two of a brand new teaching world in this virtual teaching and learning COVID-19 life that we're in. And by the way, COVID-19, that's stressful. Like, I mean, there's no, there's so many unknowns in what that disease is and what you're supposed to be doing and you can't find the right information and you don't, you have to trust so many different outlets and you, there's contradicting information everywhere and um, it, it hurts to wrap your head around. And guess what? She's not done. Just when she thought she had finished her list, something else popped into her mind later on. So what? What I, I mean, oh, oh, did I mention also that my husband and I, some reason, thought it would be great to buy and sell a house this summer? Um, we, you know, thought 
that interest rates were great and what a great time to buy. And so we bought a house, kind of fell in our lap. You know, we made an offer and they accepted it, which is awesome and so exciting. But that also means that we have to sell our current house. And by the way, school starts. And like the timing wasn't exactly thought out, but our little kid is going to start kindergarten and we do want to move before he starts kindergarten. And so um, it's just feels like there's a constant amount of, of stuff. See, our lists really can go on and on. Plus, I know that some of you have also had to move this summer and you're obviously facing the challenge of virtual learning. Feeling threatened when we face something new is pretty typical because, among other thoughts and feelings, we may doubt that we'll be able to adjust and handle it. So what are some of the things we can do to help us be resilient? How do we reassure ourselves that we got this? And I feel like I'm, I'm complaining, you know? I mean, at the end of the day, I have to remind myself, I'm healthy, my kids are healthy, my immediate family is healthy. Um, yes, life is stressful, but you have to figure out a way to take a breath, slow down. Sometimes that means, I mean, I ignored work on Sunday, 100% ignored all of my emails. You might be able to relate to what Mrs. Bear expresses there at the beginning, that sometimes when we talk about what stresses us out, it feels a little bit like we're complaining. But sometimes the act of complaining is actually a way for us to make a list of things that are stressing us out. Complaining is a way for us to identify those things that stress us out, and it opens us up for two ways that can help us deal with that stress. One is gratitude. When Mrs. Bear is thankful for her family's health, that's a form of gratitude. Another one is just recognizing, man, I gotta slow down. And it reminds us, just like she said, to slow down and take a breath. So I'm guessing you're probably not gonna be too surprised when I suggest go ahead and take another really good deep breath. Mr. Hill offers this advice. And when I feel overwhelmed uh, or anxious, uh, something that typically is a good go-to for me is taking a walk or doing any kind of physical uh, exertion. Um, um, walking around the neighborhood, running around the neighborhood, going on a bike ride, um, going and kind of focusing my attention on somebody else, something else that's kind of easy, mowing the lawn that's kind of mindless, or I go check on my bees in the hive in my backyard. That kind of takes my mind off of that. So, But typically it's physical exertion that, that helps me out. So you heard Mr. Hill right. He said go check on his bees. If you didn't know it, Mr. Hill has beehives and he makes honey. Well, the bees make the honey, and then he processes it, and it's pretty delicious, I have to say. But hobbies are another great way to kind of find a stress relief. Not only is exercise always a good go-to, and if you can't get outside, there's always things like push-ups or Pilates or other types of things from indoors. But hobbies and exercise, always great go-tos. Mr. Hill offers another interesting suggestion. He says looking to the future can be a really good way to deal with stress in the moment. I'm here now, but I've given myself something to look forward to. Uh, maybe I'm meeting up with somebody. Um, there's uh, there's a, uh, some kind of gathering, socially distanced, of course, but there's always something 
a new movie is going to be released or whatever. There's always something that I can look at on the calendar and I can say I have now something to look forward to. And if you can always have something that you kind of space out in front of you to look forward to, I think that helps out tremendously. Mr. Hill points out something really important there. We were mentioning that stress is a part of our life every day and for everybody, but so is the opportunity to look forward and have something that we can be excited about that will move us past the moment in which we're feeling really overwhelmed. That's an interesting way in which life provides us with some balance. Stress is a part of life, but so are things that make us happy or things that bring us joy or rest or rejuvenation. Speaking of, remember earlier when Mrs. Bear mentioned that she spent her Sunday completely ignoring her emails or doing anything for work? Let's see how that turned out for her. Now, when I went to bed Sunday night, I laid there and I started to stress and I wasn't sure if I was prepared for Monday and did I have check my seminar kids? And so, um, I don't know if I have great advice, you know, I, I almost kind of wish that I hadn't just ignored life on Sunday because it made, it made my sleep Sunday night, not great. So, um, I don't know if this is going to be a great podcast for you guys to listen to. Um, because, man, I don't know if I have a lot of solutions, but I can say that recognizing it, the ability to recognize it is critical. Um, building some sort of system in your life, network, whether it's counselors, family, journaling, exercise, you need healthy outlets that will allow you to at least express that stress. It doesn't mean it goes away, um, but it does mean that you might be able to handle it. And it does mean that you can, um, you know, feel better. Sometimes it means you cry and you emotionally have a big release or you yell or you scream, or that's to me, the working out helps a lot. Um, but sometimes so does the crying and the breaking down and just trying to recognize that, it's all a lot, and um, yeah. So, I guess to end, yes, I am very stressed right now. Uh, I have a lot going on in my life, but I also am humble and recognize that a lot of people have a lot in their life, and that this too shall pass, and with hard work, and healthy habits of eating right and getting sleep and trying to still take care of yourself at the best of your ability. Um, you know, people will support you and people will be kind to you if you're kind to them. And so just always trying to give your best and recognizing when you're really stressed and reaching out, being willing to get help and um, get help when you need it. So I hope that helps. And I know that that um, you know, that's just my perspective, I guess, on stress and anxiety. So, thanks. I hope you heard the sincerity in what Mrs. Bear was saying there. And she pointed out some super important things to remember. She mentioned that the ability to recognize stress is critical. And that is definitely true. Give yourself the gift of acknowledging that what you're feeling is real. 
Find healthy outlets, routines, and supporters so that you can express your stress and handle it. One of our goals for this class is to form a community of support, but it's also to help you recognize all of the resources and strategies that you can turn to so that you can handle life and you can get through it in a way that helps you feel resilient. Thank you to Mr. Hill and Mrs. Bear for contributing to this week's podcast. We are going to continue to talk about stress and anxiety in the future weeks, because remember, it's going to be here to stay. It comes and goes in waves, but we have ways to handle it. And that's reassuring. Thanks for listening this week, and I'm looking forward to seeing you on Zoom. Take care, and take deep breaths.